Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, it's time for another adventure in Nintendo Direct video production with a new Indie World presentation. Tony Sadowski. We know how that goes. They play a trailer and then summarize the trailer for us. Joe Foreman. <laughs> That's right, Tony. As you said, they will summarize a trailer immediately after playing it for us. And to sum it up, forget it. I'm Joe Haygood, and this is episode 447. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Part of the Rest.TV Entertainment Network. Press start in three, two, one. I'm just going to go ahead, open the floor, bring it on, hit me with it, because Xbox delayed Starfield and Redfall. So go ahead, hit me with your, what are they going to have this fall? Uh, hey, what have they had all year? <laughs> what do you got um, there? How, what, are your, what are your solid exclusives you've had for the year 2022, my brother in Christ? Well, let's see. I've enjoyed Trek to Yomi. <laughs> not an exclusive. Try again. Oh, no. I was going to say, not exclusive, but I have been enjoying yeah. it. No, no, you can't just list games that exist. You know, I, I want to hear exclusives. <laughs> I, I want to hear the fruits of Citizen these amazing Sleeper. deals that they started, what, five years ago, buying up all these studios. I want to I hear the what's, the, what's the fruits of these labors? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. It's been bad so far this yeah, year. I'm not going to lie. It's been bad. I, I mean, I'm enjoying what I'm playing, but it's there. Obviously, it's a lot of Forza Horizon. Well, if I'm going to talk about what's right. exclusive, and, and it's a bit unfair because the games we're talking about were both Bethesda productions. Hey, man! Which, of course, they're going to get delayed. Of course, they are. Of course, they're going to get pushed back. Did anybody think Starfield had any chance of coming out this fall? We haven't seen anything from it. Well. The thing is, is look, they had the date, that 11-11-22. You know how they love their funky dates. Sure. So I really thought. It's very cute. But see, now they can just go with 11-12-23 and have a whole <laughs> bunch of fun with it. one 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 two two three. That's a great date yep, they're gonna, for everything. They're going to come out on. They're going to come Isn't out on great? one two two three. Yeah. 20-33. Can't yeah, wait. Yeah, that. that that date was absolutely picked by the marketing team, and then they were assured. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely hit one, 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 two, two, and that'll be. We'll definitely hit that one. Everybody yeah, marketing's that. just going to go ahead and put the placeholder date on all these, uh, all these ads. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, none, mean, of, none of this they, is going to leak. Don't worry. They made they made it for Sky Skyrim with eleven, eleven, eleven. So See, you thought maybe sure. they'd do it again? How about? But 11, uh, yeah, 11, you know, twenty three. Uh, I mean, yeah, it stinks. I want to play Starfield. I've been waiting for a new <laughs> game do, from... You don't know anything about it. You know I the first thing the about Starfield. Games. I love the Fallout games. I love Skyrim. You I love nothing all the about it. games. We have no idea what's going on there, which is part of the problem. Well, we'll, we'll find out on June 12th, my friend. We'll find out what it's all about. <laughs> how's, uh, how's, how's that Elder Scrolls looking? What, what day are we uh, penciling well, in Well, the that fact one? that we had another anniversary edition of a special edition for Skyrim, it's going great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no. So in Redfall, that one kind of sunk too. It showed, you know, it showed up a couple. What about a year ago? Yeah, it was an, it an arcane neat. something or other. Yeah, it looked yeah, neat. Arcane, yeah. I like the oh, way yeah, it looks. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, it's you know, it stinks. No one likes delays, right? You know, I obviously. Mean, the mice and the swords. It, it does I make can't me wait. wonder uh, how much money Microsoft is going to throw at the fall for exclusives now. No. <laughs> oh, what this fall or the next fall? 
this fall. Like they're oh, going to yeah, go out there no, and buy no, some no. Game Pass Day One exclusives <laughs> right. for fall now. All of a sudden at E3, we're going to hear the big, and Microsoft just loves to support indies. Right. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have uh, half an hour of uh, indie games coming to Xbox this fall. Oh, we love Zindies. Oh, and, and Zindies Xbox are a thing. Is gonna start, Xbox is going to start their own festival called Super Indie World. Exclusive. Uh, but we've gotten past that part. I, I I was waiting for it. I was waiting. I took a few jabs. I caught the right hook. It's fine. It's a shame. They coming. don't have this stuff planned out well. They don't have, you know, games. And <laughs> they don't have exclusive games. They're living entirely off keeping you, giving you free ones uh, from two years ago. But so, yes, Nintendo had an Indie World presentation. They did. And it was pretty good, I thought. I did, too. I You know what? These are the ones that always stick with me because I want most of the things they show. Like they're just they're just always good. I like indie well, world stuff. Hit me. What do you got? I didn't see it, so I'm curious to know what was there because it's probably nothing I'm interested. Well, you in. know, yeah, what were your what of, were your favorites? Speaking of Xbox, Ooblets was out for okay. early release on Xbox okay. a few years back, right? A few Which years I'm sure back. you put tons of hours into, right? Nope. Did oh, not. that's a shame. Well, the rest of the world is going to get to play because it's coming to real consoles, and it looks a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, really cute, colorful game, lots of creature creation and dancing and silliness and farming and all the kind of stuff that, hey, good, I'm sure you wouldn't like it all, but I think it looks real cute. I remember Ooblets. I watched the trailer and just said, it's not for me. I'm glad there's, there are a lot of people that are excited about that game. Yes. There are a lot of people that are excited about it. Yeah, hey. that, that's like, like maybe the only Xbox-related game that I can remember being jealous of not being able to play. Not even Cuphead, huh? Uh, yeah, at the time I could, I just didn't care. And then when I could play it, I played it. Like that wasn't even one that was like, gosh, I no, gotta I, buy I, an I Xbox, I'm, you know? I'm like, just whatever. teasing. Yeah, like I said, there were a ton of people that were all loving Ooblets, and then they were upset it was coming to Xbox, and now it's coming everywhere else. It sounds yeah. like so. It's an exciting time. Yeah, the, these um, uh, indie world ones, they don't really care much about whether it's exclusive or not. So you end up having to do a little research after it ends like oh okay so is this co just coming to switch is it just now to switch is it also coming to are, are playstation <laughs> are you telling me that they don't have a jeff keely world they don't they don't do the that they ignore that entirely because as far as <laughs> nintendo is concerned they're the only ones that exist anyway there are no other consoles it doesn't there's nothing matter. else out there like and the, you know these... what it's nice it's a great strategy and i love it um uh, yeah it's, at some pretend, point pretend you, everything you tweeted exist. that you when, when when a game is announced and you go right away google to see if it's out for on steam already or you already <laughs> right. have it on playstation 5 was there right. a specific game you were tweeting about at that point or was it an you know there's there's a bunch that i'm interested in and i'm like oh geez do i i mean i, I might literally already own this on steam and don't even know yeah you know, right maybe i have it you know, it's part of my three thousand game uh, library that i probably bought in a bundle somewhere like i had to check to see if i already <laughs> owned totally accurate battle simulator we have that on steam because right i know i've it. never played it and and he he played it on there and he was excited to see it coming to switch because like oh maybe I'll actually be able to control it because keyboards suck so mm, right. maybe he'll get it again on switch it's 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 a decent enough game like I said it came out on Xbox a little while ago and the kids love it yeah that one the youths and, they enjoy it um, and, Elec Head is like a shovel knight oh, right. Celeste kind of like 
one person developed old school Nintendo looking game. Yeah. And I think it's real cute. Yeah, that looked interesting. That I looked, would that totally looked clever. That, that looked clever. Yeah, it looks uh, really I, clever. I, I'm really all full up on pixel side scrollers, but I liked what this one was doing with the puzzle of your little guy is electrifying the part that he's on, and that's the that's yes. the puzzle part of it. Seems like a, a an approachable enough mechanic that it's not a uh, too overwhelming. It's pretty fun looking. Uh, Soundfall is a rhythm based dungeon crawler. Um, and I wish listed that to grab it on sale later, but I thought it looked kind of neat. Um, let's see what else. Wild Frost is a cartoony card game. Foreman, that looked like one that you might have checked uh, to see yeah. if it was on Steam as well. Yeah, and I don't think it is, or at least I don't own it. <laughs> but great design. Looks really cool. That's the thing with a lot of these. You, there's so much style in the indie showcase, and I enjoy that. Um, Gunbrella, which is the best-named uh, game ever to describe what the game is about. Um, the gun is an umbrella, and the mm-hmm. umbrella is a gun. Uh, that is a strong to, or firm to strong maybe for me, just because I like those platformers. Um, we Are OFK is an indie band simulator with a lovely cartoon look and voice acting and episodic-style content that will come out in you know weekly installments over the summer. And I'm kind of intrigued just to see what they do with it. The description there sounds like that other game that came out um artful escape that you played and was like oh this didn't really live up yeah i'm curious about this one because our artful escape it, it was it was good yeah like, i remember you saying it was good but it you, was but it's so hard to stick the landing that it's set up and i think yeah. that was really the issue with it like you were supposed to be really your mind was supposed to be completely blown and you to be floored <laughs> by the majesty the majesty of like your your artistic endeavor and just in the end it was just like a button pushing side scrolling game, and it was fun, but like yeah. I don't know, it didn't just it didn't floor me. Yeah, I, I thought I thought this one good. We, we are OFK. I thought that looked interesting. And it again, that's work. something that I'm like, would I really want to play that on Switch when I could get trophies on PlayStation? Right, that that's will be what everywhere. happens with a lot of these. You can grab it there for five bucks later and play all the yeah. episodes and get your trophies, yeah. right? But it does look really cool. Um, you know that mini motorways game? I feel like people keep making that game. That's the one I was going to bring up because that was an Apple Arcade exclusive like a year ago. Was it? Ago. See, it looks like a game that already exists in a thousand forms. It, it's, it's, the, it's the sequel to Mini Metro, and it's by the okay. same folks. So it, it's, it's legit. And it came out on, on Steam um, as well. And like it is $10 on Steam. It is 15 on Switch. <laughs> right like come on yeah i'm passing that one up i mean come if switch on. is your only console like come and on. again that thing's going to be 10 five bucks at some point anyway so just wait I, on I, it but i played it during the the brief time that i had apple arcade before we realized that was a, a not worth spending the money on and it's it's, it's really good and, and mini metro was really good mini motorways is also mini motorways really looks really good to be fair for one yeah, of those kind it, it, of it's like good it's building good. roads and moving traffic patterns around kind of games it the and the the aesthetic is really slick yeah, yeah. Like, it, what it's, a gorgeous it, game. It keeps up the same deal as Mini Metro, where the, the, the background music is basically evolves as you're playing it. And Love it, that. It's, yeah, it's, it, it is really good. I just, That's cool. I you doubt know, I'm going to pay $15 for it. Speaking of Apple Arcade, in the sizzle reel at the end, because there's always a sizzle reel, Gibbon uh, popped up. Mm. It's one of the games, one of multiple games, that uh, was available uh, the day of the Indie World Showcase video. Yeah, uh, how I nice is- was that? Super cool. Like, four games were out right away. Four games in a demo were immediately available out of that. How often does that happen with one of these presentations? Never, never, never. never. Sometimes you get it tomorrow or uh, this weekend, but, like... Yeah, like, there might be one. they're here. 
There might right. be one, and gee, and that's only with Nintendo ones. There might be one that's free. With like everybody else, it's like you know Starfield that's going to come out in fifteen years. <laughs> um, but, but Gibbon was one of those games. Uh, I because we still have Apple Arcade ourselves. Um, hmm. We I have that on my phone right now, and I uh, hate the phone control. So I that's oh. another one that uh, the boy it sure probably would be better on the console. Uh, um, you bet it costs five dollars more. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I don't want it that much, so I'll probably just uh, either fiddle more with my phone or uh, just abandon it. Um, Card Shark, we had seen before in a previous indie showcase. Um, but it's coming soon. It is about playing cards in an old westy kind of setting and cheating people. And yeah. duels, and it looks just like awesome and a delight, and I'm glad that one's coming. That was the demo, I believe, right? Yeah, and I haven't tried the demo yet. I've had that one on my Steam wish list. Yeah, for that's a while. been wishlisted for a bit. I am excited yeah. for that. Um, so yeah, but I, it was just there was a lot in it, a lot of content, and a lot of stuff that I was excited. Even the games that I didn't necessarily want looked cool. Like some of those RPGs that looked like you know, hey, we, super deep character systems and conversations and branching storylines. Like cool, great, that's neat. A lot of good stuff. I think a, a lot of Nintendo fans sort of end up not paying attention to these because it doesn't have you know the latest Legend of Zelda or Such they, a shame. oh they're they're redoing Star Fox again. It doesn't have any you know oh my I god Metroid people, Prime. I really don't but, know. Maybe they just ha- have other consoles to game on. Who knows? But like to me, like yeah, we have the PlayStation Two. But like I the the indie games just buoy so much of my year every year. Like that's how you fill the gaps. There are so many of them. They go on sale all the time. You don't need to buy all 20 games featured in this video at once, but they're all still there. And if you have a lull, boink, I'm going to scoop up Soundfall and I'm going to play that for a month and it's going to be great. Like, all of these are fantastic uh, opportunities to explore new art styles, new kinds of gameplay. And I'm just glad that Nintendo invests in these videos and, you know, gives shout outs to some of these developers and uh, gives them a little bit of little bit of love because there's some cool stuff to be uh, to be played out there. A guy I was talking to on Twitter is said that he was probably about to hate buy um, Pokemon Legends Arceus just out of sheer boredom with the Switch <laughs> right now. And I'm like, dude, the four indie games that came out today are probably better than po- Pokemon Legends yeah, Arceus. Grab literally any Go one get or two any of one. them. Have fun. Get all of them. It's probably the same price as buying stinking Ar- Arceus. Get That's all true. four and the demo. That's true. <laughs> yeah, go support those indies, baby. For getting this far in the show, <laughs> we think you deserve a game. Let's give away an indie game. It might even be an indie game. Who knows? It might be a game that I, I think technically they are all indie games. How about Frog Detective, the first? Mm, all right. Multiple. Meaning there's more than one. Absolutely yes. an indie game. <laughs> Absolutely an indie game. A cool one, and uh, some delightful dialogue to be had there. So enjoy Frog Detective. C F eight nine I E M H G T Z nine K M five Frog Detective. Cash that in on your Steam. Frog Detective. You know what you're getting. It's like Gunbrella. It's actually, it's actually about a kangaroo. Just one. <laughs> right. Which which you know, a Frog Detective is still a better name than KO the Kangaroo. So. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so we come to one last thing. Everyone gets a chance to show, gets to show some love, throw some shade, whatever they want to talk about. And I finally sat down and watched the Uncharted movie. Hey, hey how was I it? I don't know if anybody else. Anybody else? Uh, I intend to buy it at some point when I see the Blu-ray for like you know five dollars at Target. Okay. 
I bought it on uh, on the Xbox store, which is really funny buying a movie from PlayStation Studios and Sony Entertainment right. on an Xbox platform. Right. That's but, that's hey, more of a game than most of what you've had on not, Xbox this hey, year. It's not like you can buy any more movies on PlayStation, right? <laughs> Oof. But uh, the movie's... It's good. It's basically kind of a retelling and mishmash of three and four of the Uncharted games. Uh, and four. a character who's pretty much Nadine, but they don't call her Nadine. Which Does is she weird. have a name? Yeah. Well, then she ain't Nadine. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't Nadine, which was weird because I'm like, all right, she's, she's Nadine. Nope. But nope. Nope. nope not she's Nadine. Not. This Nadine like. How does it possibly include stuff of four? Because that's like the end of that dude's story. That's the weird thing. It's like, because. Oh, well, I guess there was like, flashbacks okay. to him being a kid okay. with him and his brother. Is his brother now, in it? Foreman, Foreman, we both played Uncharted 4, right? I actually just replayed Uncharted 4 okay. about, about a month ago. Because you played the PS5 versions that just came out, I assume. Yes, correct? I did. Yes, okay. of course. So you know that it's about finding the pirate ships and all that stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That is the plot of this oh, movie, is, is finding those one? pirate ships. I'm like, that's the same the ones or just somebody else's pirate ships? The same no, thing? No, the same ones. Magellan's, okay. Mag- Magellan's pirate ships. I don't know and if I was, was like, Magellan's in the, in no, it wasn't Magellan. It was the pirates. It was the pirates cove, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So they did change that a little yeah. bit. So I mean, there's a lot of pirates in the world. Uncharted but it was Four was them tracking like, down the, the, the secret movie. pirate uh, civilization. Yeah. That, I know. remember this very clearly in the movie. There being ships that were in a cave, and then they're going to loot them. Now, yeah, oh, geez, I, I mean, Crash Bandicoot had ships in a cave. But you know, it, it was just it was one of those things where it's like, okay, and, you know, and then they have the plane sequence from three, where the cargo stuff's falling out, and you're having to try to get back in the plane, and it, it seemed fine to me. I mean. It, 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 it is so very I, threw, I figured I, I'd, I'd watch it. And I, I love the charisma. Then again, I thought that Venom 2 would be fine. So. Well, <laughs> I, I, I love the charisma that Tom Holland brings to the role. Does um, he do anything but just play Tom Holland? Uh, because that's that guy's deal now, and I'm kind of over that already. Yeah, uh, I thought so. That's why you pay Tom Holland. I there, there's so. a point where he almost sounds like Spider-Man. It's like, <laughs> it's like, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, that kind of yeah. sounds like him when he's in Spider-Man. But. Yeah. But uh, you know, kind of has. Oh, I mean, he but, he's done some some you know stuff that isn't in this mode, and good for him for you know you know yeah. actually being an actor. Look, but like when he's I, doing these movies, it feels like it's just the same guy. He's got I, this I mean, one look, American I get voice. It. Tom Holland's a hot. He's a hot prospect right now. He's, yeah. he's coming off one of the biggest movies in recent memory. Right, with Spider Man. So I mean, oh. it's like. It was good on them getting Uncharted out like literally a month and a half after that movie hit the theaters because it's like, all right. Do you know that he signed to do like eight more Uncharted? Oh, this movie is clear. I mean, they have two credit sequences that clearly set up. Like, so did Green Lantern. One of the credit sequences talks about like, and it's kind of a flashback to the first Uncharted. Don't tell us. About a Nazi submarine station or something like that. And I'm like, that's the first game. So, yeah, I'm sure that they probably signed a multi-picture deal with uh, all of yeah, them. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, I, it was good. It was fun. Yes, it's Tom Holland being Tom Holland, but you know what? That's what you're <laughs> you get. know what? It's I, something like, for them to do when they finally kill off Spider-Man. Uh, you right? You know, no, no Elena, so I'm curious to see how that works out at some point. I'm sure she'll show up in a sequel somewhere. And um. They're all they're they're all they're it already was, uh, was, doing costume fittings with Zendaya for that. Come on, it, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. At some point, she calls him Peter Parker on. They're accident. a power. They're a power Oops. couple. Come on. Uh, but 
the movie, you know, it's one of those things. It's like it's fun, it's it's dumb, and it 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 puts all the little stuff in there where it's like, okay, you know, we're setting up Sam for a sequel, and we're setting this up for a sequel, and we got we mentioned this, and notice the Naughty you Dog know, I've sticker. I've never played one of these games, and I bet I'd be just fine. Right? Yeah, you don't need to know any of this crap. All it of, is yeah. a summer action. Yeah, flick. exactly. That also happens to be a video game. You it's might funny. as well go watch True Lies. It's the same thing. Ah, uh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Also, Nolan North shows up in the movie because, of course, Nolan North shows up in the movie. Charles Martinet shows up in the movie. Uh, Whoopee! So... <laughs> I, Hello, like, Nate! <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. I, I had fun with it. It has fun with itself at points. I think I have fun all, with myself know, every Friday. So, there you go. <laughs> Uncharted. Nice work. But, uh, Tony, what do you got? Uh, I would like to mention the Caper Cast, which is the podcast of our friend Whitney Gardner and uh, another uh, illustrator and writer, Stephanie Cook. They are currently working together on a new graphic novel uh, story called The Rack Pack about raccoons who are trying to pull off a heist. Uh, nice. Um, and they, are, they started this podcast project kind of for fun, but also because it's research. They're watching tons and tons of caper and heist movies to get all these pop culture references to go through them and see what, what actually you know, constitutes a heist versus a caper. Might I recommend uh, What similarities the there movie? are, what kind of great things they love about the movies, what they find lacking, and you know, gaining lots of knowledge as they do their, their little reconnaissance uh, mission for their own heist story. So Raccoonissance. Reconnaissance mission. Oh, no. So I that. Fun. She can have that one for free. I, I'll hashtag that one when I uh, tweet about the episode Good. later. Good. Uh, but yeah, lots of fun to listen to. Uh, you know, I've been sampling episodes <laughs> of that one, and it's a good time. So that's a new one that I've been listening to and enjoying from our friend Whitney and her friend Stephanie. And uh, right. Foreman, what do you have? Uh, I, w- I have been playing the heck out of Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, it, it looks cool. And? It hit on sale a couple, a couple weeks ago, and yeah, it is it is good. It is hey, good. good. I'm uh, I'm glad I picked it up. Good old Bethesda coming here for PlayStation. Oh, they owners. did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Bethesda and Tango GameWorks. Yeah, game could have probably been our games could have been on time if it wasn't for. Uh, we are <laughs> eating large with Bethesda products over here on PlayStation. I don't know what's going on over there. Saving Sony yet again. Uh, but it's good, Joe. Have you tried? I know it's on PC. It's not a PlayStation exclusive. No, I have not played it yet. I was waiting for it to show up on Game Pass at some point. <laughs> right? Which maybe that's what I'll be playing this fall because I'll be playing Deathloop. Uh, yeah, Ghostwire. right. That's what's going to happen. Are, are Deathloop and Ghostwire going to exit their exclusivity <laughs> period just in time to? Save the Xbox Christmas. <laughs> That's it. Well, Deathloop will definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Goes there. That I think was they're both too. twelve month windows, so that may not show up until early next year. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Deathloop definitely will. Did you play so. Deathloop? I have not. Like oh I said, I'm waiting God. for it to show up on Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass is just poison. Yeah, they're, they're both good. I ended up like. Uh, I think I like Ghostwire better than Deathloop, and the difference is because, and this really isn't a compliment. Ghost Ghostwire is much more mindless. Like Deathloop, you have to think about what you're doing in a in a first person shooter, which is great, which is good. That's cool and everything. But sometimes you just want a mindless game with icons on a map, and that's what Ghostwire is. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, the only complaint I ever heard is like they they recreate like this you know busy area of Tokyo, and then there's like nobody in it because it's just, everyone disappears. Yes, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's ghosts everywhere. Obviously, <laughs> it's really depressing because there's constantly people's clothes laying around everywhere. 
So you'll come across like a baby stroller and there's baby clothes in the stroller because the baby was also spirit zapped or whatever's going on. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty depressing. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a snapshot of Tokyo, but it's clearly um, been video gamified to sure. sort of just become like this labyrinthy maze with lots of repeating and structures in it, which, you know, fits well with what's going on because in the, the story, all of Tokyo has been, has been sort of captured and screwed up and there's all kinds of really cool, um, uh, bizarre things that can happen while you're walking around. Like they're like, like they do all these really freaky things like with shadows being projected all of a sudden on a wall that you walk past or the shutters on the stores will start flipping out when you walk by them. And that kind of stuff's really fun. It does sort of give it like an urban haunting kind of a feel. I, I, I wish it did more of it really, because when you're spending as many hours as I'm spending picking up icons on a map, you would like to see more of the freakish things going sure. on instead of just the same you know handful of them repeating <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's a shame but uh, yeah i wish but it cool. did more of that kind of that kind of wacky stuff but it, it hey. is it is definitely good i'm digging it hey good i have a brief serious question here you know okay mentioning waiting for games on game pass uh, answer something for me about how like the mind of a game pass person works <laughs> so okay. do you do you just wait for them to spoon feed you what you're supposed to play next, or do you no, actually no. go hunting for no. like new stuff to play? Like, I know you're a buyer. I know you no, get well, stuff, you know what's but funny like, is, is I... for your Xbox, okay. like, do you just go like hunting through whatever the Xbox eShop and the X Shop? <laughs> I will tell you this: Game Pass has probably exposed me to more stuff I probably would have ignored. Okay, okay. I, as you know, I'm not as huge on the indie games as you guys are. Right. Also, I'll, I'll you don't honest. finish games. I finish games all the time. Uh, I finished at least yep. I finished eleven games this year. I got a, I got a, I Boom. got notes on it. Eleven. He's coming for you in the year end stats form, and you oh just wait. God, he's not gonna have any. Homeboy has he's already lapped any. his PS5 uh, or his PS right. stats last year, and uh, and we bowling but alone. He hasn't so anyway. turned on his Steam Deck since he got it. I actually have. I've been using my Steam Deck a lot. No, you, you have not. I use, I actually do because when I carpool, I use it on my drive, there so it's actually really nice. Uh, anyways, so I will say what does what happens with Game Pass is I do get exposed to a lot of that stuff, and I will try it. Uh, because like Trek to Yomi was a game I probably wouldn't have looked at all that close, but I was like, it's free, it's here. I'm paying my monthly subscription anyways. I'm gonna give it a try, and I've actually been enjoying it. And, and I get into a lot of those games that way, like China, uh, uh, Chinatown Detective Agency. Um, and I'm trying to think of more that I'm drawing. Like, the medium was came on there, which isn't small. But it's a game I probably wouldn't have played, but it was right, on right. Game Pass. And it actually, it was leaving Game Pass, and I was like, I'm going to buy it so I can finish it. So I was like, it has brought me to buy games that I get experience to and I get hooked into. And then it's like, I don't want to lose access to it. Okay. So okay. I will end up buying that stuff uh you know and they do end up throwing some stuff on their day one that's kind of big that, that you kind of aren't expecting like uh i wasn't looking to buy outriders because i played the demo and i was like it's good i like it i just don't know if i'll buy it right away uh but it came out game pass day one and i was like cool i like this game i like the demo i was gonna wait for a sale but now it's here uh and i'm gonna play it because it's available to me so, and, you know, there's certain games that that's not going to be the case. Like, Mass Effect didn't show up day one, but I was going to buy that anyways, right? Because I'm a nut. I'm an idiot, and I'll do that. <laughs> that's your thing. Um, you know, but there are games like that that I'm going to end up buying because 
they're not part of Game Pass, but I want to play them. That's no, interesting because so. it's like a gym membership, right? Because you have you've already paid, you might as well use it, right? Yeah, but see, the difference is I don't have to get up and actually go somewhere and exert no, myself. No, 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 no. This is this is much more palatable. So I get it's that. definitely a lot easier than the gym membership. So it's like, but you know, it, it and then they do things on there that that get you into playing games. Like they have little challenges that you do that give you Microsoft points. You know that you can redeem for cash, right? And so it's like, hey, you know, play this game, and you jump into it. And you just yeah, play it and you, I, I was watching some guys this week figuring out what they had to do to be able to just have that money basically fund their Game Pass subscription. <laughs> That's awesome. How you, long they could you, recycle that, you know? If you really put your mind to it, I don't know if you could complete because I'm thinking about all the challenges you can get in a month. I don't know if you could completely buy it. You could probably get about halfway to a fifteen dollars subscription with it. I mean, if you were really because. Actually, a thousand is ten bucks. No, you might be able to do it if you, you farmed go. everything. It's, it's kind of like the Fortnite Battle Pass. If you play it all the way out, you probably earned enough fake money to buy yeah, the next Battle Pass. Yeah, now that I'm thinking pass. about it, you probably would end up with enough to fund Game Pass every month. <laughs> if, if, if you were diligent about it, you'd really right. have if to. If you weren't wasting your time playing Switch Sports. There, there's <laughs> some of them I look at it and I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I have one right now. It's like going to do like 20 laps in F1 2021. And it's like, cool. I like F1. I don't really want to sit down and do 21 laps or 20 laps <laughs> right. right now. See, and Nintendo has started to dive into this nonsense with the dumb little monthly quests to earn you more platinum coins on yep. the, on the uh, Nintendo Switch Online service, which is so strange. It's a genius thing from a standpoint of getting you invested in playing more of the yeah, titles. Yeah, and I'm going to assume that Microsoft handles that UI and everything better than Nintendo does because yeah. it is the saddest thing in the world to have to go into the Nintendo Switch app, which takes forever to load, and then navigate over to the little place that has these little stupid quests. It's such a mess. Yeah, when you go into the Game Pass app, right there on top of like the big splash at the top, right underneath it, there's a bar that's like, quests rewards perks right. you know because you get a bunch Make of freebies easy. that come with it too like like i said they just recently gave away like a three-month subscription to paramount plus so if you wanted to see master chief bang you can because apparently that's a thing in the show i don't know why that is but it is um that kind of really threw me off of that show i was like wow okay so that happened prude huh. and with, not only that <laughs> with cortana creepily watching in the background i was like this is real weird prude the ai that's in my brain is just sort of sitting there with a weird smile on her face i'm like Ooh, kink oh, shaming this, master chief that's how far your fanboy is, 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 is falling. this is not what i signed up for when i was looking at this nation foreman yeah that's a shame um, apparently according and depending on who you ask like the, the i guess the developers that made track the yomi said this was a great fit for us there have been a lot of people that have said it's great there's some people that say it hasn't worked out for them I, I don't know the math behind it. No one talks about it. I'm sure it's all written into veils of secrecies with no, contracts. No, I'd love some good go tell-alls at it. some point for this. There stuff. was an article going around this week with the, the, the developers of Fury, which yes. uh, F U R I, which came out a Fury. bunch of years ago, and they were about they're about to add DLC to it for I don't know what reason. Congratulations! <laughs> and they're upgrading it for like PS5 and for all this stuff, but they're not doing it for the three. They decide not to do it for the Xbox oh, because there the just Xbox. wasn't enough of a user base there for it. Yeah, and that and was so, part of that was the Game Pass discussion. Yeah, it very well could be. Maybe they didn't want to be involved in Game Pass. I mean, there, there's a lot, of, and like I said, you hear it from both sides of the equation. There's people that go in there and say, "Hey, 
And for some, I think a lot of it is like they're the ones that still get invited to Phil Spencer's holiday parties. Well, well, here's the the big one I think like, and I think this worked to a game like Outriders' favor, which did have cross-platform play. It was a game that I think they were worried about numbers in the beginning. Well, if you have it on Game Pass, you're gonna have a bunch of people jump in, and it's gonna boost your numbers of people online and connecting. You know, at least in the beginning. Uh, so I think that helps from a standpoint. I think it's something where like. Uh, oh, Marvel Avengers, which obviously has been routinely beaten to death. Uh, it had bad connectivity numbers, and then it went on Game Pass, and those numbers kind of bumped up because people are like, all right, well, I wasn't going to buy this, but it's here <laughs> now on Game Pass. <laughs> I'm absolutely not giving this game money, but... <laughs> you know, but, but it showed up on Game Pass, and there was a bump in the numbers of people online. That is a game that sorely needs crossplay. If you, I mean... Well, it, maybe the new owners will look into that. Yeah, something tells me that's not happening. <laughs> something tells me we're never getting that She-Hulk content they talked about. Oh, so, uh-uh. uh, but yeah, I mean, Tony, that's that's where it stands. No, it's from, interesting. From, from that that was good. And, and, and you know, I, obviously, the big selling point for Game Pass is it. Yeah, the indies and them showing up are nice. The big selling point is is Starfield's going to be there day one, right. if and when it ever comes out. <laughs> Redfield is going to be there if and when it ever comes out. You know, Fable and 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 the perfect, the new perfect. Yeah, what 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 big what big, so what so big games so did you get this year so far? Uh, you know, like Psychonauts two showed up there. You know, day one when it came out. But the, the point I'm getting at is, is those Microsoft many. games like Forza Horizon showed up day. You know, Forza Horizon right, five. Right, the it's big a game stuff. I would have probably bought normally, but it showed up day one. Right. Um, and so, since those are slightly fewer and further between, like that, <laughs> right? The, you're, all you're, the all the filler stuff in the middle gives you stuff to do. And it, <laughs> you're forced to endure indies. <laughs> the funny thing is, is all these studios are going to finish their games all at the same time and drown each other out when they release their games all like within three weeks of each other. How yeah. much is it a month? That's uh, if you get the ultimate, which gives you Game Pass Gold. Uh, Game Pass on PC, Game Pass on Xbox, and uh, your gold subscription is fifteen bucks a month. They got they got to clean up that mess. That's a mess. I'm just saying, like, so so okay, you have a new massive big like say say Starfield comes out at some point, that's what seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah. But you've been yeah. paying that for like the four years you've waited to play Starfield. <laughs> yeah, but there's other games in there. Obviously, I'm playing in the no. That's what I'm saying. Like for the that. big name Xbox games. You name checked like a couple of them. Yes, there's going to be a fable at some point ever, and Redfall's <laughs> yeah. going to happen, and Starfield may happen someday, right? But like in the meantime, you're still paying 15 bucks a month waiting for those big ticket games. But in the meantime, you might get exposed to like the artful escape. I, I think it's a good vibe. And it was funny when these games got postponed this week, people were like, I'm canceling my game style. I was, I was paying for a Game Pass specifically for these games. It's like, well, dude, just don't pay for it until they come out. Yeah, you can probably like you, like, you know come it's and go. It's not like you don't get access to them if you weren't a member the day they right. hit the the Game Pass. You can cancel your Game Pass at any time, says Joe Haygood. Hey, I, I'm just <laughs> telling you if, you if that was your intention was I'm paying for Game Pass because I just want to get Starfield. Right, you're a fool. Dude, well, number one, yeah, number one, you're an idiot. Yes. Number two, I will still argue to the death that Game Pass is still one of the best values in gaming overall. Well, you have to. No, I, I genuinely <laughs> think it's a good value for what you get. No, you guys are this far in now. The cult can't turn around now no, and say no, this was a mistake. 
in all no. seriousness. I know. If, I know. if you it, just want Arfie, just buy our buy the month that Arfie comes out, and you'll be fine. It is that, a cool sounding service to everyone. It is something that obviously does good things for you. You get to play games. Like I get it. I get but uh, that's gonna do it for episode four hundred and forty-seven. Till next time. Bye, gang. Bye, Thanks y'all. for listening. Be sure to check out more great podcasts about all kinds of nerdery at res.tv. That's R-E-Z-D. Say hi at res.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast. You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Matias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over. Let's snoop by Twitter. You like the worst stuff.